0: Welcome to the Innovation World podcast. Innovation World is your go-to source for all things innovation, invention, and entrepreneurship. Our website is www.innovationworld.org. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Launch Network. I am Carmine Donisco, your co-host for today's show of Innovation World. With me, I have my co-host, Ms. Julie Shively. Let's bring her on, see what's going down. Julie, how's it going?
1: Ah, oh, it's wonderful, Carmine. It's beautiful here today. Nice, sunny, fairly warm day in Ohio, as as that goes anyway. I think it's in the fifties or sixties here, which is really nice to see. Um, how's it going with you? I know you've been you've been doing podcast after podcast the last week.
0: You know, it's it's crazy. I think that everyone is is busy. I think as we were, you know, pushed down and said, "Hey, you guys are going to stay home." Everybody had this fear of being. Oh my God, what am I going to do? But, you know, everyone I talk to, I'm sure with you, they, oh, we all have stuff going on. I mean, just kind of keep the time going. And I've been doing a lot of podcasts, as you said, just trying to get the word out. We just finished a target funding podcast for small businesses talking about all the different loans and uh, no interest uh, money that's out there and funding for all the small business from state to state. There's so much information out there. So we've been, uh, we've been getting a lot of that kind of information. Uh, doing a lot of live shows, and uh, and also I've been we've been talking uh, about what you got going on with the uh, with your twenty four hour event. We should go over that real quick before we bring our guest on.
1: Yeah, um, so we have the global innovation field trip coming up. It's going to take place on May fourteenth and it's an opportunity to celebrate young inventors across the world. Right now we have 17 countries involved. It seems like every week I'm adding a couple more flags to the to the branding because we keep having more countries find out about us and join us and and that's fabulous because there are young inventors everywhere and though the problems may be different all across the world, the inventors are very similar in what their capabilities are, what they want to do, and how they kind of want to save the world um, a little bit at a time. And and so that's really cool. So anybody interested, we're looking for um, young inventors, like the one that you'll meet in just a minute, to come on and be a part of this field trip and share their invention story with all of these students from the rest of the world. And we're looking for um, organizations and people who support innovation to come on and talk about why they support it, how they support it. And some of those folks are going to come on and and put together some challenges for the kids. We're also looking for educators who are interested in making this a class project. I mean, it's a 24 hour piece. They'll find people from all over the country on it and it, it can make a pretty cool Uh, project uh, depending on the age of the students. In fact there should be something for all ages and we're working hard to tie in curriculum to this programming. So as we get closer to the event there'll be uh, information available to educators that they can use to decide how they want to use this event in their classroom. So anybody that's interested at all you'll want to go to, there's two places you can go to, you can go to the Global Innovation Field Trip org forward slash join us or go to our website at innovationworld.org and right on the homepage, you can find a link that'll give you more information and get you out to the right place to go to sign up. So with that in mind, I'd like to introduce you to um, a young inventor who, who, actually she's a young multi-year inventor. This is not her first gig. It's actually her second or more, and hopefully she'll be a, a lifelong inventor. And she is also going to be showcased on the um, uh, Global Innovation Field Trip on May 14th. So you can look for more information about her there. And I'd like to introduce you to Parnitha.
0: Yay. Hi, Parnitha. Yeah, hi, Parnitha. Yeah. Hi. What's happening? <laughs>
1: so... Pranitha, just give us a little bit of background first What answering um, maybe what grade you're in, what grade you were in when you first invented, um, and uh, tell us a little bit about your most recent invention first.
2: Okay. So, my um, I'm in grade f- uh, five right now, but um, when I first invented, I was in grade three, and um, my recent invention it was in grade four uh it went from school to state and now um i'm about to compete in nationals congratulations thank you and so my invention is the snow sensor windshield cover it's like an automatic um cover that comes down onto your windshield when it snows during
1: winter. Wow. And so it covers then your whole front windshield? Yes. Now, does that run off your car battery or, or something other than that?
2: It runs on your car battery. Okay. So you won't need any other batteries.
1: Okay. And what's it made out of so that it doesn't um, get, or do you have to replace it every season when, the, when it goes through the hot and cold all the time?
2: it you don't need to um change it every season it's it stays the same
1: so is it plastic or fabric what's it made out of
2: it's like um a, a plastic fra- fabric kind of okay and what made you think of this um it was my dad he uh, he went outside to clean the snow Um, and in winter, and he uh, would look frustrated, and he had to go to work. So I decided to help drivers like him with their problems of cleaning snow and uh, made my invention.
0: Wow.
1: So are your parents driving around with this on their car now?
2: (laughs) Um, No, it's not a product yet. I didn't patent it or anything. I just have a prototype of it.
1: Sorry, if you see a cat walking behind me, a cat walking behind me who's trying to figure out why I have a green screen behind me, I guess. If he climbs it, it might fall down and you'll see my bookshelf then. (laughs) Sorry to interrupt you, Parnitha. So this wasn't, like I said earlier, you're a multi-year inventor. So this was not your first invention. Um, I heard your first invention was called Go Gap Swim Cap? Yes. Okay, tell me what that is.
2: Oh, it's just a goggle, swim goggles plus swim cap combined together because my hair is really long <laughs> and it gets wet whenever I go swimming. And um, if I dive in, the goggles would come up and my hair would get all wet. So um, I thought if we combined goggles and cap, they would stay put and um, water wouldn't go into my hair.
1: Nice idea. Too bad you don't have that with you. You could put it on and demonstrate it for
2: us. Um, it's just too weak, and we just we had to staple it, and it the swim cap would break every single time if I wear it. Yeah. So it wasn't really a prototype that worked.
1: So if you were going to continue that, you'd look for different materials that made yes. it stronger and last longer and maybe be even easier to put on them. Yeah. And what made you think of that? Are you a swimmer?
2: yes i am i used to be a swimmer
1: you used to be when you were allowed to go to
2: pools
1: (laughs) (laughs) i'm thinking that you could build an extension on that idea to cover your to cover your nose and mouth now and have the perfect (laughs) protective gear to walk outside anywhere you went
0: (laughs) hey uh real quick what what do you find um to be the hardest part of inventing so you've invented just Two or three products. Two products, right? Two times. Yeah, yeah. Um, do what do you what do you find to be one of the hardest things? The the beginning, or getting it done, or manufactured, or testing. What's what's one of the things that you find the hardest?
2: I feel like making the prototype because you need to find the right materials to make it. I faced many problems making my my prototype. Um, I had to find the uh, fra- fabric that wasn't um, that wasn't cloth it had to be smooth so that it didn't get wet. And then I had to find a, a, a skewer that was smooth so that it, the cloth would roll onto it. And then I had to find a lot of other things.
0: <laughs> That's kind of the, the fun part though, right?
2: Yeah. How many? So, how, go ahead, Julie. No, I
1: was going to say since Carmine asked you kind of the most challenging part of it, what, what do you feel like is the most rewarding part of being an inventor,
2: ah. um, finding the problem and finding a solution to that problem, okay, is what I think uh, would make it the most um, funnest part and the most easiest thing. Because like when you see a problem, you might think of an idea or two, and you can decide which one is a uh, better or which one would work out.
1: I, I think that's really interesting because if I asked. 10 students what's what is the hardest part of inventing eight of them would say finding a problem mm. And they kind of perceive that everything has already been invented but when indeed it's really not been and and uh, an invention doesn't have to be a purely new thing either it can be a, a vast improvement over something that exists now but there is so much out there and and the lo- world is always changing as it has quite dramatically in the last you know three or four months Presenting new challenges, a new problem. So I give you a lot of credit for finding that to be the most rewarding part. That's that's pretty cool.
0: That is Thanks. Cool. Very cool. So, so uh, Parn-
1: you- I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: Oh no, no, I'm sorry, Julie. I keep jumping. <laughs> I could out. talk
1: to Parnitha all day, but you go ahead.
0: No, no, I, I love this stuff. That's why. So, so what's what's the next step for your current idea?
2: Um, I'm. Uh, I haven't thought about patenting. Uh, yeah, but, like, I'm going to take it to nationals in invention convention.
0: Wow. Very cool. What-
1: so so what do you, what's your future looking like, Parnitha? What do you think – do you have a feel for kind of what you want to do as you grow up, go through high school, and start through college? What kind of things you're interested in?
2: I'm interested in Genetics. I started learning about genetics when I was in third grade, Um, and I did an experiment of taking in a science fair. I was uh, uh, finding DNA of a banana. (laughs) That's
0: interesting. You don't get to say that too often.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wonder
1: how many common DNA strands we have with a banana. You probably know.
2: I don't. I didn't have a microscope. <laughs> I couldn't see the exact strands, but I um, I saw it float up. The DNA, it just floated up wow. onto the water. Interesting. So who got you interested in genetics? Was it your um, teacher, your parents? It wasn't really my teacher or my parents. It was just a book I read. It, um, it fascinated me in genetics, DNA, and I started learning about genetics.
1: There. You are so much incredibly smarter than I was to have done that in third grade. (laughs) I, you know, I really feel like I'm hosting these and the work I do in the K-12 innovation space. I feel like I'm rubbing up up against some really, really smart um, kids that have wonderful futures. And I'm hoping that rubs off on me a little bit. You you guys are great. This is just incredible. So tell me how you first ended up inventing. Is this something that was introduced at school or somewhere else?
2: Yeah, I just um, saw it, like, in third grade, um, they, um, the Invention League people hosted an invention convention at our school. And that was when I invented the GoGap swim cap. Okay. And I was interested in science, like, for a long time so that's how i um, decided to invent
1: okay and so do are, are what school district are you in
2: i used to be in Olin um schools but i moved to massachusetts
1: ah okay that explains that explains your form okay <laughs> so yeah i know in Tangie they start in third grade and then i think they allow again a middle school so when you moved to massachusetts uh, is that where you created your new invention?
2: No, I created my uh, new invention in, in my old school, but like um I didn't invent this year yet, but like I invented last year.
1: okay and so I went- the school system that you're in now, do they do invention convention?
2: no i don't uh, I don't
1: think they do okay. you'll have to tell them to go out there and look for that, yeah. Okay. So that you can, so that you can um, get all of those kids in your new school thinking about invention, or maybe some of them will watch your podcast and they'll get really excited about it. And I'm sure they can go out and Google invention convention, go down through the national program to find out if there's something available in their area or not. Or they can always jump onto our website to see what's out of, out there too, the innovationworld.org site. So um, so I know that you're signed up or you're starting the sign-up process to be in the global innovation field trip. Are you excited about that?
2: Yes, I am.
1: Yeah? Um, are I want to you... meet
2: new uh, young inventors or from all around the world.
1: That's, that's exactly what you're going to do. So that'll be really cool. And so, I mean, I, I get to host part of it. Um, I'm going to have to go back, though, because since it's 24 hours long and I'm too old to stay awake for 24 hours anymore. (laughs) I'll have to go back and watch some of it on video, but it'll all be video library for you too. So any of it you miss. I mean, it seems like to me the the funnest part would be going and watching the kids from across the world. Not that the kids in the U.S. aren't exciting too, but you learn a a whole lot of new problems when you um, listen to kids from different environments.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's the one thing that I noticed that um, as I talk to people around the world about inventions, um, they drastically change. The needs change, what's happening in the world changes, their parents, what they do, how they work changes. So the inventions are so, are so different, even though they have the same type of, um, of causes, but the inventions are just different, which makes it a lot of fun.
1: So have your parents been supportive in this process for you?
2: Yes, they, um, they're the first people I shared my uh, ideas with, and they helped me improve my ideas. Um, they told me this doesn't work, maybe you can do this, maybe you can add this. They did a lot of things.
1: So inventing, even though you're an individual inventor, really is a collaborative, collaborative effort with other people isn't it? So you might not be the expert on how to create something, but you can resource that out to find out who is the expert. Just like if you decide someday that that invention or a future invention that you come up with is something you really do want to take to marketplace, you can enlist the help of other professionals to guide you and to help figure out, um, You know, what's the next step? What's the right step? I know you mentioned earlier you haven't patented yet. And patenting is not always the next right step because we all know that costs a bunch of money and that's not always the first place you want to go. You want to do some evaluation before you even get to that step. So someday when you're ready to do that, an organization like the one that Carmine works for, Inventors Launchpad, might be something to look at when when you're ready. And when you want to take that next step, if you come up with an idea that you feel like, you know, this is really something that needs to be out there to help people.
0: Okay. Yeah, Yeah, we'd love to help is that's one thing I wanted to mention when I was at some of the some of the events and even the events that Julie puts on uh, online. I'm amazed at um, how passionate all the young adults are about their inventions. And they just seem like they're, they're having a lot of fun, not only um, talking about their inventions, but also interacting. Do you do you meet, uh, when, you, when, it, when you meet a lot of the other young inventors, I mean, is it something that you have fun doing, talking about their inventions?
2: Yes, I do. I like seeing their ideas. Seeing their ideas makes me think more about um, ideas that I can have, like their problem. Maybe I can improve their invention or uh, make another invention for just the same problem.
0: Ah, Yeah, that's true. When you see somebody's invention, a lot of times they're so passionate and focused that talking to someone else who's also an inventor can also help bring up better ideas or make it work better. Very cool. All right, Julie. Very good. Um, Julie, so what's the, what's the next step for other young inventors if they wanted to you know, sign up? or Don't you have another uh, event going on, Julie?
1: Yeah, we actually have, um, well, we have, we have lots of things going <laughs> I think the best thing for somebody to do is go to our website, innovationworld.org. Right on the homepage are three opportunities for K-12 kids. One of them is going to be the um, Global Innovation Field Trip, which is May 14th. Fantastic event. You have to be signed up to attend to watch. You have to be signed up if you want to be um, a presenter of any kind, which Parnisa has done both. Um, and, then, and that's just a fabulous opportunity to share with the world and to learn from the world at the same time. Also on there is our Ready, Set, Innovate online K-12 competition um, where kids can bring their invention, whether it's an invention they did last year or this year or one they've shown somewhere else. It's okay with us. We're just interested in showcasing um, kids' inventions. So you can um, register to compete in that competition. And then we're always looking for podcasters. We're always looking for kids who have an interest in sharing with the community or the innovation community at large, like Parnitha did. And so you can sign up right on our website to do that. And if you're somebody who, um, whether you're a, an adult or a student, you have an idea or an invention that you've been kicking around for a while, or you may have gotten partway through it, click on that orange light bulb, fill out the form and tell us where you are in the process and what you're looking for help on. And then we might be able to uh, hook you up the right kind of help to move you forward on that. So lots of things to do. Visit. Innovationworld.org, and click on whichever one of those things or all of them uh, that suits you most. Yeah. And Parnitha, did you have any parting questions for us, or anything else that you wanted to say to to kids out there who are thinking about wanting to
2: invent? Um, t- um something I want to say to uh, p- kids who want to invent: just find a problem that uh, is Im- that impacts many people, and find. Any solution um, to um, uh, solve the problem. Wow! Very good. Thank Very you. Very
0: well said. Very well said. That's so true. It's so true. You you obviously have been inventing and just get going, right? I mean, a lot of people you probably see, Pranika, that people talk about their ideas all the time, but they haven't made that step to actually get started, right? To solve the problem. Yeah. <laughs> the main thing: get started.
2: Well.
1: Pranitha, thank you so much for spending your a little bit of your afternoon with us. We really appreciate it. And we look forward to, forward to watching more of what you've got to talk about and share with us on May 14th. And we'll stay connected uh, before that as well.
0: Sure. Yeah. Thank you so much for jumping on. It was great.
2: Thanks for having me. You're welcome.
0: All right. Well, very good. Awesome. So um, real quick, Julie. Um, We talked about uh, the events you have going on and all those things. Now, do we, what about, and, and, and this is, you know, I don't want to say out the books because obviously we still have listeners, people listening. What about sponsors and things like that? Is innovation world looking for sponsors at all?
1: Oh, sure. (laughs) yeah. we (laughs) We would love to have additional sponsors come in and talk to us and see how they can get involved in this too. I mean, there's so many different ways to sponsor this effort. Um, just let us know how you want to sponsor and we're happy to include you.
0: Cool. Well, they can
1: re- Reach out to me through innovation world. You can write to Julie J U L I. There's no, there is no E on my name, Julie at innovationworld.org. or just jump on the website and go through our contact form and we'd be happy to talk.
0: Yeah, that's great. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Julie, as usual. It was awesome. Great show. Love having those young inventors on. I love hearing about those ideas. It's so cool. So, so cool. But, um, if possible, any of you listeners out there, go on out to Google play or iTunes, leave us a rating or review. Let us know how we're doing. Also, if you have some questions for myself or for Julie, you can send them into inventors, launchpad.com or going out to innovationworld.org and, uh, get in touch with Julie. We also on social media, Julie's always on there. She's always spreading the word, helping out. And, uh, Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you next time on Innovation World. You all take care. Thank you for joining us today for the Innovation World podcast and the Launch Network. Innovation World is your go-to source for all things innovation, invention, and entrepreneurship. Our website is www.innovationworld.org.